Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and your friend for dinner, Tyler Hymanson. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Uh, we're so hungry, so we're excited that we have food tonight. Um... Well, we're here continuing on with the Land Before Time franchise. We made it to number five, right? Five this week? Uh, yes. V. <laughs> number V. Whatever that means. It's lost to yeah, time. Yeah, I am upset they didn't incorporate the V into the subtitle, like Phantasm style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those assholes. It should have been the very mysterious. <laughs> oh, God. That would be that would be too funny. Um, well, uh, before uh, we get into it here, we're not the only ones getting tortured by the land before time this week. Tyler, who's here with us? Yeah, we had to bring somebody across the big water with us. We have my good friend, engineering student and dinosaur enthusiast Steve Williams here to carry us through and maybe find some delicious vegetables for us to snack on. How you guys doing? Good, good. Thanks for being here, Steve. No and, uh, worries. It might seem like this is the first time you're meeting me, but I was always there. <gasps> <laughs> He's the one who helps me sleep at night <laughs> when I get scared. Oh, boy. Um, well, Steve, we're excited to hear uh, your thoughts on all this. Uh, um, I think once we play the trailer let's get into uh like you know your thoughts on the franchise and stuff but uh before we go too far again uh Eliz, where can people reach out to us yes you can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com with your thoughts on this long long franchise of films or you can find us on twitter instagram facebook and youtube at sequel rights and please rate and review us on apple podcast five stars goes a long way to helping other people find us also stars large round glowing discs in the sky differently from the different glowing disc in the sky that happens at evening. Just so we're clear on our dinosaur. Uh, I terminology. believe it's called the night circle. Jeez. The night circle. My apologies. Get it right. <laughs> Get it right. God damn it. Okay. Oh man. Well, I think it's about time we figure out what's going on in that very mysterious island. <laughs> What do you get when you combine fun, adventure, and intriguing tales with the world's most lovable bunch of dinosaurs? You guessed it. The newest release in the highly anticipated and always popular The Land Before Time series. The Land Before Time 5, The Mysterious Island. A story of hope and survival that leads Littlefoot and all his friends on a wondrous journey of discovery. But watch out. Dangers abound. Well, I can't wait to dive into another, uh, you know, part of the always popular yeah. Land Before oh, Time. That's some big dig energy right there. Always popular. <laughs> I thought they were going to go into an Oompa Loompa song because he was like, what do you get when you could buy dinosaurs at an island at a magical journey? <laughs> it's like, how many different ways could you be like an exciting adventure? You know, every every week it's the same thing. Yeah. <sighs> so, Steve, you're new to the uh, to the this series that we're doing so far. So, what what is your uh, background with the Land Before Time franchise? Have you seen any of these sequels or anything? Not the sequels, no. I, I think I came in like a lot of you guys did, um, where I had seen the first one quite a bit as a kid. 
uh, liked it for a billion reasons. Um, obviously, you know, one of the Bluth classics. Mm-hmm. Um, but hadn't really seen any of the sequels. Had always heard about them. It had become this like mystery, always in the background. Like, oh, there's an eight, there's a ten, <laughs> yeah. there's a thirteen. It's uh, and yeah, so it was really intriguing to come back uh, for five. I've now seen part one and part five. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad place to be uh, jumping it in. It really I guess. isn't. Honestly, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's awesome. I'm glad we could, uh, you know, uh, this is an important life moment for you. You're finally getting to see <laughs> one of these sequels, and I'm glad we could gift that to you here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll treasure it always. Oh, my We're God. We're doing a public service. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I think after we had maybe like one or two, was it one or two movies that didn't start in space? Maybe just one. Uh, it was just one. Just one movie that did yeah. not start in space. We're back to space again. <laughs> <laughs> With are, and it's like almost in 3d i know it, it was like whoa is this computer animated or what it, it was right slightly yeah yeah slightly uh, that, that was yeah um did you, did you love those like totally tasteful uh screen wipes that were meteors yes <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you guys like went to Disneyland enough to to like recognize this is like basically the opening of Captain EO as well, where mm-hmm. there's just like a 3D rock for no reason, and they're like the cosmos, you know? Like, oh like, yeah, yeah. There's like a narrator, like yeah. But at um, least then it was 3D, and you're like, whoa, the rock's slowly yeah, yeah, getting closer. Came out the screen, <laughs> yeah. But oh boy. The uh, I swear the dialogue of the narrator in this one is like the exact same as the previous movie. It is, right? <laughs> like they just cut it up and like, yeah, can we repurpose it where there's some where there's some alt takes maybe that we can get that. It's just well, like a it's just like a slow build up until he's like, and they were called dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, and then the the like introductory little animation of like this one uh, dinosaur, then there's a bigger one of the same dinosaur, and then they both get... Sh- like, that particular scene looks so incredibly shitty. Like, it was the mm-hmm. crappiest uh, part. of like yeah. It had just been added on as an afterthought, and they didn't even clean it up. It was, like, choppy, and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, how did the animation go- get so much worse from the last movie? But then once we moved into, like, the actual movie, it wasn't as bad. But, like, that scene really scared me. It was we weird. From the 3D to, like this this and then to the movie yeah because it also looked like they changed the design of the dinosaurs in that first scene too i was like very i was like the long necks don't look right what's happening here but you're right when they got to the main story everything looked the same pretty much yeah crazy had we seen uh any cg in previous movies i don't think so i don't think so this is the first time to my knowledge shots this is what what do we got here? Ninety seven is ninety seven. So it's they're like a oh, Toy Story. Yeah. Like we got enough budget for one scene without any <laughs> animated characters in it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that's gonna uncanny Great Valley you, yeah. even though they're all dinosaurs anyway. <laughs> the uncanny Great Valley. So just stars. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, one scene that's just a bunch of circles, basically. That's that's easy enough, right? Um but yeah, we're back in the Great Valley, and things seem pretty good. Things are pretty good, except then everything has to get all topical with the super cicada swarm. 
I, I believe they uh, the harbingers of famine and death were called uh, the swarming leaf gobblers. The leaf yeah. gobblers. Oh my yes. god! Yes, <laughs> which is a fair enough description. Um, I got concerned the other plagues were going to come next because I was yes. like, if they're taking the firstborn son, <laughs> Littlefoot is doomed. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was I was wondering what uh, you know what the our Dino friends had done in the interim to anger the Old Testament God in this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the last movie. Oh no, it's this movie where they start wandering in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's a it's a direct sorry, adap- adaptation together. of the Bible. You're right. Yeah. I love, uh, yeah, I mean, so I guess, yeah, not much happens. There are just some funny clips. <laughs> There's some funny clips I have from this intro part while they're in the, while they're in the, uh, the Great Valley. We get mm-hmm. lots of more, uh, a ton more like dino lingo for like stupid things. My favorite part is when <laughs> there's this clip. There's a moment where they make <laughs> the grandpa sound so stupid. And you're just like, oh wow, dinosaurs are dumb. Okay, <laughs> let me just play. Let me just play this yeah. clip. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Looks like we might be in for some sky water. Oh well, <laughs> it just makes things grow. <laughs> it just makes things grow, and then he's like, ah, I, I just. <laughs> I was like thinking of the looks like a little rain line from the life, but oh no, locust. Yeah, and then yeah, he sounds like immediately after that this happens. Oh no, it can't be. Swarming leaf gobblers. Swarming leaf gobblers. I don't know why they even did that because like. There should be, he should have no context for that, really. Right. I mean, I guess he's grandpa, so who knows what he had dealt with, you know, <laughs> That's back true. in the day. That's but true. like at the same time, it's like, wouldn't it have been even more scary if he didn't even know what they were? And like the, you know. Well, grandpa used to run with some leaf gobblers, so you know, <laughs> right, back right. in the day. There, <laughs> there was there was like um <laughs> part of this movie where i was thinking like oh wow like the things that happen happen in this movie are a little bit more organic than the other ones like because i joked last time about how i thought that some random dinosaur was going to come in and be like have you guys heard about this mysterious island Uh, and i was like that didn't happen but then i kept thinking back and be like no those leaf gobblers came out of nowhere what the fuck was that (laughs) (laughs) and they literally ate everything (laughs) yeah that's a thing that could happen though yeah ostensibly for sure yeah this great valley seems to be plagued with just like calamity in every single movie (laughs) oh my god they can't yeah they can't get away from it is it that great i don't know doesn't seem great yeah (laughs) you gotta have sarah's dad that's that's why sarah's dad is the way he is (laughs) still being racist he's back again line make the great valley great again hat yes uh nothing my God! I'm yeah, tired they, they of they you, nothing. dang long necks, lording your tallness over us. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a, a surprising moment of introspection about uh, when he like blamed Littlefoot for uh, leading everyone away. They're like, why yes. is it his fault? And he's like, well, it's got to be someone's fault, right? <laughs> I thought that was incredible when the gra- yeah. like the grandpa instead of getting mad was just like, why? <laughs> he's like it's little bit swell and grandpa's like why and then like they were like uh, 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 you know? because 
someone scapegoat? Yeah. I'm going to use that next time. My ingrained biases. <laughs> that was funny because, yeah, he totally was like, did not have an answer for that. It's great. Because I learned nothing from the time of the great giving. giving yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was even sad that the leaf choppers destroyed the time of the great giving. Like, oh, we're not going to be able to have a time of great giving this year. Yeah, they were Off over the that. desert for us. They were already over that. that time had passed um yeah so i mean like tyler said they they uh very quickly are off uh wandering in the desert Mm -hmm. just like looking around happening upon skeletons (laughs) uh, was the planet so mars like in any of the previous iterations Mm, maybe it's the maybe like, the volcano area, but not really. No, there's always been more like rock features, like it never yeah. so flat. Yeah, that's there's true. always been rocks up above with innocent victims that they can murder down below. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. They they wander in the desert for a little bit and then get into another racist argument. Yep. And then eventually the. Sarah's dad, who's always the antagonist, is like, well, let's then let's just split up forever and go our own ways. It's better that way. I'd rather be just with my daughter and no one else. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, I don't know what happened to the mother and the sisters like Ducky's mother and sisters appeared again. And Petrie's did, too. Mm -hmm. But Sarah's sisters and mom are like, God, God, divorce. (laughs) She doesn't even she doesn't even talk about her mom in that song later on. I I know. Can you blame them? Like knowing knowing what we know about Sarah's dad, I mean they're probably okay. But I have to tell you something I learned about Sarah's dad while I was trying to find pictures of him for that make the Great Valley Great Again sign. (laughs) Apparently, his name and I don't know. (laughs) This is real. I'm gonna wait till Tyler stops drinking water. Um, So (laughs) apparently, his name in various Land Before Time wikis, and I don't know if they're gonna call him this later in the series, but his name is Daddy Tops. (laughs) <laughs> which is like the most homoerotic no. dinosaur name I've ever heard. Would you say that you're a da- leather daddy? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it took me a while. I was like, oh, Triceratops. I daddy get it. Tops. But like, there was two P's, and I was like, this is daddy dirty. Tops. <laughs> daddy Tops. Yikes. Incredible. I don't know about that. That's scary. <laughs> uh, first user to give us their five star review with the username Daddy Tops. Uh, you you can guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's his name. I can't wait. That's beautiful f- for the for the movie where they say Daddy Tops. Yeah, what are you up yeah. to? By the way, I hate that Grandma and Grandpa are the kind of couple that call each other Grandma and Grandpa, even when Littlefoot is like missing and away on a mysterious island. Yeah, this is no time for adorability. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the poor adults think their kids are dead for almost the entire movie. <laughs> I don't know where he is, Helen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of surprised to see them uh, surprised at all with these right. flight risk children. <laughs> like right. in every damn every movie. movie. <laughs> like they'll be fine and they'll probably come back with a better solution. Let's right. just wait. <laughs> yeah. You'd think at this point the parents would just never go to sleep. They're like, I can't sleep. Every time we sleep, the kids run away. I can't do it. Except for the lead poisoning, they don't remember. Right, and later in the movie, when Ducky's like, I can't fall asleep without my mom, I'm like, why not? You did it every other movie. Like, like, 
Uh, yes. Well, I mean, in our previous episodes, we were talking about how we just want Chomper back. And I guess we get that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the big water first. Let's yeah, talk about I was the like, big dang, water. you st- you skipped like way to the almost end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is cool that they get to the beach. I mean, we yeah. haven't seen that before. It's cool. Leonardo DiCaprio's there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, it makes sense that they're real dumb and they don't understand waves or mm-hmm. salt water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all makes sense. That checks out. Although Ducky is a swimmer, as they've called. Mm. So I guess the, she's a freshwater swimmer. Yeah, I don't think you can just throw a. Well, can you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, can you just throw a freshwater duck into the ocean? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> you certainly could try. Ethically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, they make it to the beach. There is a a land bridge that forms. Yes, yeah, and my land. My, oh, my first thought was like, "What the fuck? That's not even, is that even really an island? Then, if it's connected to the <laughs> <laughs> tides, motherfucker? Yeah, isn't yeah. it like an isthmus or something? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, don't know. I don't think that counts as an island. What the fuck? Man, no, that. I that mean, land. I honestly thought the solution was going to be the tide was going to go down, and they were going to be like, oh, and then just walk back. Like, I 100 percent thought thought Which this was going to be would have happened. <laughs> Well, no, because they said that there was a that all the land was moving all the time because yeah, yeah, whatever. plate tectonics was just in warp speed back then. Right. That's That's what they always try to make it seem like ugh, yeah. I would explain the earthquake every four minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's an earth shake. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> please. <laughs> we don't allow modern time lingo on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't understand how the night sphere controls the force water that laps up on the sand beach. <laughs> they do. Yeah, it's so stupid. They do call it the sun later in one of the songs, but I was they like, do. <laughs> I was like, OK, I thought it was the bright circle. Come on. <laughs> I like oh, how so that yeah, they just walk there. Yeah. Uh, it, it, until things get a little shaky and then it suddenly turns into uh, a ninja warrior course <laughs> complete with warped wall at the end. Oh no! Big water! Big water. Can we talk about this song? Sure. It's... Uh... Uh, so, okay. That what we've been talking about is how the songs have gotten progressively worse out the, throughout this series. Mm. I feel like th- this movie might break that trend. I feel like some of these songs might be better. I think we lucked out with one good song, in my opinion. That's that's yes. all I'm gonna say. Well, okay. I think the songs are better quality, but they still are like like they've been plucked out of various things instead of being Mm -hmm. like a holistically balanced show where you have like an intro song and then a villain song and then Mm -hmm. a finale, you know, instead they have two comic release songs and a sad ballad. (laughs) (laughs) Like, which is the fourth chapter of my autobiography, but yes, (laughs) (laughs) this song uh, made me really sad because it happens 
pretty late in the movie. So at this point, I was kind of like, wow, did we maybe like, I know the Wikipedia said that all of them have songs, but maybe it's wrong. And this one (laughs) doesn't have songs. Maybe there's no songs. Yeah. But then there's just randomly a song about why people are scared about the water. (laughs) (laughs) And it has amazing lyrics like this. dark and dangerous it's scary and it's dangerous and things could rearrange us in that big water <laughs> like i know you're gonna say that the fake words are bad but Stupid. i actually think like they're kind of clever and at least more effort than some of what we've seen I guess, but then I you guess could I just... can't criticize it being a big wicked fan. I can't be like, no fake words. Yeah. You know, like, uh... I was like, then you could just fake words the entire song and rhyme whatever word you want. Strangerous. <laughs> but I think they all rearranger like... us kind of yeah. works. I mean, I, I don't know. They're, they're supposed to be kids. They've always had bad grammar. Um, yeah, that's true. They are different song styles. I mean, like, <laughs> that's th- that's fun that they're not in this vaudeville nonsense. But then, oh my god, there's yeah. there's some steel drum that happens. Like, I don't know if maybe they should have ventured into the territory that they actually did. <laughs> I mean, you're on an island. What would it be without steel drums? I mean, that was right. honestly the only thought. I was like, that must be what they thought. Otherwise, because this is just. <laughs> I got. I'll play that clip when we get to that song later. But I was just like, "What?" <laughs> it's so, so Steve, what are you thinking so far? Um, I guess this is where I expected it to head. The um, <laughs> movie, if, if that's what we're talking about, the series, I guess, in general. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah um. I, yeah, I guess I'm also surprised with uh, the the lateness of the first song, like hearing that like the rest had become musicals mm-hmm. um, and hearing how sort of bad the songs were and stuff, with the exception of uh, some some delightful eggs. Uh, <laughs> I, I was not uh, I was kind of surprised with a, a song that I guess we'll talk about later. The, the ballad always there. Yeah, so I was like, this is actually kind of sweet. Um but yeah, everything else, the the sort of weird wobbly animation at times, um, you know, the voices that are completely different seemingly from film to film. Yes. Um yeah, just uh sort sort of all pulled together, but with its charms. Yeah, I think you missed we had a big changeover last episode. Yeah, we lost last, all last the people. Yeah. Um, yeah. we got almost completely all new people for this one, for the kids. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Petrie's always been an adult and Spike's mm-hmm. always been Frank Welker, but yeah. uh, <laughs> just making weird noises. Do you think but... Frank Welker just did one session in like 1991 <laughs> and they've just been milking it? Wouldn't like... surprise me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, totally. He's laughing all the way to the bank. Uh... <laughs> it was actually just like uh, like a blooper of him, like clearing his throat a few times from another movie. <laughs> yeah. like, like they just yeah, bought just... on the cheap. It's just Transformers outtakes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I think Spike does a literal rut row in this, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. But doesn't speak again. He doesn't speak, which I loved because he finally spoke last movie, and I'm glad that they just didn't bring it up this time. Totally. Make it special. But yeah, I mean, Steve, did you know about Chomper? 
Um, I knew about him in that I listened to you guys' episode on oh, okay. uh, yeah, that yeah, particular. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I read the Wikipedias as well. Uh, did he right. talk in that one? No. no. Well, he was a baby. He was, like, literally right out the egg. He's the uh, only one that grows, I guess, in this yeah. series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitcom rules do not apply to Trump. And I guess he's bilingual, <laughs> too? Uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I mean... I, okay, first of all, we have to talk about the fact that they again fell for the shadow trick, and he wasn't even yeah. trying to trick them. It was the uh, yeah, it was an there was their own trick that they used. They used that exact trick on someone else, and then they're falling for it in this moment. And like, what is come Sharper on, doing in this moment? Is he clearing his throat? Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but honestly, though, once they got. You know, they realized it was him and everything. I actually thought Chopper was like really legit in this movie. He's awesome. Yeah, yes, like I love we weren't wrong. Bring back Chopper. <laughs> yeah, he has um, the most like actual childlike voice. He sounds like a, yes, yeah, yeah. He sounds like a um, almost like a South Park baby. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Elos, is it time for us to figure out if this is an actual child or is that for later in the episode? Uh you can do it now if you want. I would love to find out because I'm actually very curious if this is a. Uh, a legitimate child was a legitimate child. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name was Canon Dane Young. Canon uh, <laughs> uh-huh. with two N's, not like your friend Canon. But uh-huh. um, I don't know if you want to know what he's up to now or wait. Friend of the show, Canon. First of all, but yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is what is he up to now? And I, I is it going to be terrifying? Yes, I've like oh god, it was very terrifying. Like oh, I was terrified. Let's save it for let's save it for later. Let's okay. save it for later. We'll save it. <laughs> oh, no, I hate it. Now I'm going to be stressed uh, out the rest of the episode. What's it going to be? So, what I love about this intro is that Chomper's like it'll be fine, and then he introduces that he like sees his parents, and he's just like they might eat you, so let's hide. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're not safe around them. Um, yeah, I mean, I just thought that he was so like nice and well-meaning, but also very practical and like yeah. smart and like yeah, he just he had so much more logic than any of them ever. When he put fruit and leaves on another leaf to pull it toward <laughs> them, that is more engineering than any of them have had for these. I love the first verse of that song so much, and then I hated the second verse equally. What, the friends for but dinner one. Friends for dinner one, but yeah, when he was I, singing, it was great. But when they started singing, I was like, Ugh. I was like, well, yeah, why would why would you write it this way? No, I was like, oh, this could be a really fun song of being like, hey, like they're different, but I want to be accommodating. But my main thing is that they cross this island and it ends up being like looks like a, a redwood forest of some kind. And he finds a pineapple in a pine tree forest, which is the dream, but <laughs> just not going to happen, unfortunately. But if it was hap- if it was possible back in in that time, my God, <laughs> take me there. Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was, <laughs> you know what? I don't. You got me. Why? No, I'm flummoxed. <laughs> Those Cretaceous pine trees. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they just did it then. That's I was big. I was uh, I was convinced that when they first got to the island and they were like. Th- these plants smell weird and look weird that they were going to like eat them and start tripping out, which would have been hilarious. <laughs> but sadly that didn't happen. <laughs> no, they only had, they, they only had room for a steel drum song or a sitar song, not both. 
<laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel now that I should have put a thinly veiled metaphor for drugs and or alcohol in as one of the things that might happen in a later. Yeah, sequel. that would have been it. good. Oh, yeah. well. anyway. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the, the bilingualness because yeah. we brought this up. Uh, why are sharp tooths just portrayed as as languageless savages mm-hmm. uh, in all the other movies? And so it's very interesting uh, when, of course, Sarah being racist, just like her dad, is like, they don't know how to talk. And then they totally <laughs> know how to talk. Yeah. We and get subtitles great. and everything. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I really like the subtitles. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Justin posted a uh, screenshot in our chat for the podcast that I love so much, where it was just the subtitle of the parents being like, sometimes I worry about that boy. There's there's this hilarious moment where like during the Friends for Dinner song... (laughs) That the parents walk in on uh, Chomper gathering fruit and vegetables, and they they act like they just caught him watching vegetarian porn or something. And they're <laughs> yeah. and they're, they're like they have all these like very humanized express- expressions, like oh oh my god no he's he's collecting <laughs> leaves our son he's a weirdo and then yeah they they have all these concerned faces, and then it pops up with that subtitle. Sometimes I worry about this boy. <laughs> while they're like <laughs> I just thought it was I was excited by all of this because mm-hmm. it signals a self-awareness that is now in the franchise that has not been in it previously uh, and it I mean it's a new team for this one a new producer director new writer they got rid of the old guy and like there's multiple instances where like they are acknowledging how ridiculous some of this has been uh mm-hmm. they're ma- they're kind of like winking they're making fun of themselves um you know they uh they do the um kind of acknowledgement of all these things that happened in the past which we usually love and fr- when they said like come on it's chopper we saved him from those guys yeah. who wanted to eat eggs. I, was, I, was I was like, like what, yeah. what? <laughs> you're acknowledging that a past has happened yeah uh, it was yes. incredible it was so i really liked that they brought that into this movie and i don't think it was like too far over the top or anything either no yeah i love that this movie finally was like we've been waiting for now four movies <laughs> for <laughs> for one of them to remember things from the previous one and they <laughs> this one finally does in they're, multiple they're bringing, ways they're bringing the older films into the land before time five cinematic universe that's right, right. <laughs> much like fast five did <laughs> true that's right that's right Very true um we kind of jumped around the friends for dinner song but i gotta play this clip because the whole thing was so funny uh, with the steel drum. Because, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, Chopper's like, I'll go get you guys some food. And then they just show him, like, walking down a path. And then all of a sudden, it's like steel drum. Like, doom, 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 doom. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, but uh, let me just play this clip so you can see hear how ridiculous it sounds. That's not a very nice thing to do to have friends for Yeah. <laughs> just uh just the most terrible sounding st- i mean steel drum always terrible right <laughs> i mean no you're right <laughs> but you kind of want to be mad but it's like there's nothing funnier than this joke about 
having friends for dinner, you know, to serve man or how to cook for <laughs> how to cook for or 40 yeah, humans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So classic. It never gets old. It was yeah. like, it was, yeah, it was like a clever song, but I was just mad that it was reggae for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how else are we going to know they're on an island? Yeah. <laughs> but like the, the island, the other side, we don't even know if it's really an island. It's like the island that they're on is not tropical in any way. <laughs> So like why yeah. they're in like they're in like Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's just like not I don't know. It was weird. It was there weird. was a pineapple. It was tropical as fuck. And a steel <laughs> drum. That's how you know. Like none of the none of the uh dinosaurs wore sunglasses or anything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's for part seven. Yeah. That reminds me, there used to be, by my grandma's house in San Diego, there was a McDonald's that had a dinosaur, like a full-on like velociraptor wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> and maybe he was from this island, and maybe it was historically accurate, Justin. You know, you know. Hey, I don't know. I wasn't there millions of years ago. <laughs> I mean, if we want to do a whole episode about different themed McDonald's, we can. But, uh... Bonus episode for yeah. our non-Patreon subscribers. <laughs> so, on the bilingual thing, are, so are we saying that like the vegetarian dinosaurs, they all speak English and the other ones uh, don't? Yes. <laughs> that, I, think I, think that's, so. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, yes, or it could be a regional thing, like maybe only. Well, no, because those migrating long necks spoke the same language. Or as us, us as the audience are getting to hear English so that we understand. But the dinosaurs, if we actually heard them at this time, because this is a historical document, they would have been like rah, 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 rah. both. <laughs> right, but they understand each other, and that's what <laughs> right, is right, important. Right. And like you that's said, true. because <laughs> Chomper had two and a half days with Littlefoot when he was a newborn, he gets to speak both languages. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea that it's regional, but you're right. That is just thrown. I, although it's not like I was asking for the migrating long necks to have some weird accent. So like, I'm kind of happy that didn't happen. Hey, there, there is a British dinosaur <laughs> later on in the film. There yeah. is a <laughs> so, painfully British dinosaur. Yeah, that says all sorts of like British. I wasn't sure scenes. what type of UK variant she was going for, but it was not great. It was not good. <laughs> um. Um. Oh okay, wait. So when's the sad song? Is it before Friends for Dinner or after? It's before Friends uh, for before. Dinner. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Before. Totally it's it's, it's after. It's right over it. It's after Land Before Time. Open Water, though. We we forgot about oh. this. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, they oh, try to go yes. back on a log, which is the, the dumbest boat thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it worked surprisingly well for uh, until it didn't. Yeah. Yes. Why <laughs> you had to ruin it? <laughs> the uh it was it's in that moment where the the mysterious island acts exactly like the one in Lost, where they just like they go out <laughs> and then they somehow <laughs> land back at the same island. They can't escape. Walt! <laughs> I said this at the last, and then the last episode, you gotta leave on the right bearing, or you just end up right, right. turned around, right back. It's true. Uh, Not so Sarah's true. boat, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, yeah, they end up they crash land back because uh, there's a swimming shark, to, a sharp tooth, and they uh, yep. They crash land back in the island, and then yeah, they hear like a scary dinosaur noise in the in the trees, and then it's nighttime, and they're like, "I can't sleep for some reason." 
Probably all the steel drums. Right. I mean, (laughs) so is this the song that you like? This is the one that I think, like, hey, we finally we eked out like a good song. It's a great. It's a good song. It's like it's pretty emo. It's like yeah, it's very cute, pretty emotional, and there's at least one part where you're like something that we've been waiting for again for these four movies that finally actually like for the tiniest moment was like. You know, maybe this could actually pull on my heartstrings and make me tear up a little bit. But then you're like, yeah, it's the Land Before Time 5. So, you know, it's a justified song. It's a song that fits within like, hey, the characters should be singing at this point. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it like Littlefoot has always not the last three movies, but in the first movie and now this one, he has like a weird kind of like detach mental detachment from the rest of them in that mm-hmm. he did lose his mom and um, knew her unlike Spike who never knew, but you know, he like in the first movie, like you see the whole thing about they're deciding who to cuddle with and he's like off by himself and then they all go back and forth or whatever. And in this one, the same thing kind of happens at the end of the song. He like is kind of like, well, I'm just watching over them and I'm a part of the group, but I'm also like, I carry this trauma in charge of this group. Yeah. yeah. And when he sang the verse, so they're all singing about their parents. And then when he sang a verse, I thought he was just going to sing about his grandparents. Yeah. But when it was alluding to his mom, my jaw literally <laughs> like, I was like, what? I what? could not believe it. Cause I've been complaining about this. Every movie that they it don't acknowledge the mom's death. Yeah. Uh, so it was great. And, and, and like, it also didn't come. He wasn't like, my mom's dead. You know, like, so for kids who are like watching it, they're not going to like, you know, like make that connection. It's like, oh, he's sad. Just like the rest of them are sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you know, you know, and it's very. Touching. I mean, most kids probably just think the other ones are her, uh, his mom and dad anyways. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you're not really yeah. paying attention. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. And he's like looking up at the stars. And the only part of that song that I didn't buy was Sarah singing about her his uh, her dad because I'm just like, her dad's a scumbag. So. He's so <laughs> full of hate. <laughs> I can't sleep without my dad's racist words. Great. Yeah. The self-hating gay. But it was like a really... <laughs> Daddy Tops just wants to fuck. <laughs> Daddy Tops. <laughs> They better actually call them Daddy Tops or I'm going to be disappointed now. I will show you the article. <laughs> I did not make this up. Um, but the, yeah, anyways, the, the song is song. really sweet and it's got all these harmonies. Like they're doing harmonies and everything. God and- damn it. Now I want to write Lamp Before Time fan fiction where Daddy Tops goes off and finds his bliss. Hey, we don't know that that name doesn't come from fan fiction. We don't know yet for sure. Uh, I know. We'll find out. We'll find out. But yeah, it's it's very it's a nice song, although it was kind of like. I mean, there's a reason the same kind of songs have been successful in movies for like sure. ever. And yeah, like, I mean, even the Horner score and, and American Tale and, you know, you, you're going to think of that. So I think the the moment, too, that made me think like that this song was um, pretty successful, I think, in this movie is because the later in the film when they finally get reunited they use instead of like leaning on the like horner theme the entire time they use like a orchestrated version of this song and i was like oh see this is how it should be this is nice (laughs) and it actually is a a nice yeah it's it's a nice theme you know like uh so i was like okay they did a better job in this one this is the first movie that i think sets itself apart musically and especially where there we get a a t-rex like 
final battle type thing. And it starts, the actual score starts referencing the uh, original Godzilla score. It's a bad, bad, And I thought that that was really fun. Um, and I was looking at this composer and has done a bunch of work, uh, but has also danced around some other sequel rights entries. Uh, same gentleman who did the Beethoven animated series <gasps> yeah. uh, and some other things. But I think that this was I thought that the actual unique score for this entry felt distinct and actually pretty good. I noticed that, too. It was the first time that I noticed recurring themes that yes. weren't if uh, the James Horner. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And looks like we have him. This is uh, he he did the great giving and journey through the mists. But we also have him going forward. So it is Michael Tarveris, I believe. Tavera. Um, and also uh, most recently did all the score for Star Wars Resistance. So Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Legit. He's legit. So, you know, that's mm. that's good at least. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh I don't know. What else happens? They have to hide in the stinky grass flowers. That Which, was funny. Is it they look like roses, but I guess it's not. Well, there's no thorns. I mean, every rose does have its thorn. That's true. <laughs> um, Spike was chomping down, and I was waiting for the like thorn moment, but it never came. Yeah. <laughs> but they just smell bad, I guess. And uh, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, just there's there's the the reason they were hiding there is because there's the whole plot. No, sorry. At first, they hid from uh, Chomper's parrot. And after mm-hmm. that, later, they had to hide from the uh, the next sharp tooth, the sharper tooth, who I just started calling Reptar. I was going <laughs> to say, I also wrote down Reptar because once, once he started moving faster, he really looked like him, too. <laughs> was the animation quality degraded? He really yeah. looked like that Gabor Cuspo animation. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that uh, there's that moment where Chomper's like, don't worry, you guys. There's no other sharp tooth on this island that I know of. And then immediately the next scene is like, <laughs> There's another sharp tooth, sharp tooth. and he's super mean. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one who brought the steel drum. He's um, the true villain of this one, yeah. Well, seeing as we're talking about true villains, Eliz, I think this might be the time that you tell us what <laughs> Baby Chomper is up to now. Well, I mean, I, I like I said, we talked about I really liked his performance in this movie. Yes, uh, me too. You know, but... Um, canon dane young um i don't know what he did between that movie and right now other than that he resides in gazelle california which is an absolutely terrifying small town in siskiyou county california which is like at the border of okay. Oregon. Like, oh, uh, so like like you're talking like 300 miles north of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's kind of close to weed if you've heard of weed maybe, okay. but um it is like it has 69 people that live there. Uh-huh. And uh there are no stores or business establishes establishments whatsoever other than the post office. Um there's a several abandoned buildings there is an elementary school that has 51 students and three teachers but i think the students all must come in from like farms that are even Mm -hmm. more remote than the town because i think there's only like 
10 kids that actually live in the town of the 69 people or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's like terrifying like if your car breaks down there you're in a horror movie are you (laughs) talking about like you you've driven through there and it's terrifying or is it no i drove through there on google maps and it was terrifying (laughs) like i was scared through. i was like if we got this town in geoguessr we'd be like i am not supposed to know this you know like (laughs) it, it was horrifying there was like no signs no nothing Anyways, but uh, I don't want to shame people for being rural. Okay, fine. Well, that's where he's from. But also in on July 19th, 2019, he was arrested for driving under the influence with a passenger and had a blood alcohol level of 0.08, which is exactly the limit. So it sucks for him. (laughs) Bummer. Don't drive drunk, especially in an area where there's no hospitals for at least 25 miles. (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah, terrible. I closest mean, grocery right, store is 11 miles away. So Chopper got a DUI. I thought he I was going to be a murderer, so that's not so bad. Yeah, I thought he oh, murdered no, no. somebody. Was, and so the only other child far. star check-in that I have, because, okay, like we said, we did lose um, Candace Hudson and Scott McAfee and Heather Hogan, who had done the last three films. They all left. But Scott McAfee's younger sister, Andy, I think, she takes over as Sarah, even though he's out. And um, we get Littlefoot. The singing voice of Littlefoot is um, Thomas Decker from um, Sarah Connor uh, and other things. Uh, But so he did the singing. But the voice of Littlefoot, we get a one movie wonder kid who just comes in for this movie named uh, Brandon LaCroix. And he is now the main uh, proprietor of a business uh, called He's heirs of the LaCroix fortune. No, LaCroix. I mean, that'd be pretty cool if he was. <laughs> I mean, maybe he is, but his business is fire rising wands and he makes custom Harry Potter uh, fancy wands and oh. posable fantasy art dolls, several of which are kind of terrifying. Um, and what he... size are the posable fantasy? No, 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 art no, dolls. Not <laughs> yeah, like strange woodland creatures from a good, fantasy good, good. novel. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he had a cameo, and he made all the wands for the fan made harry potter prequel called severus snape and the marauders which has 10 million views on youtube and i did not know about wow awesome so that those are the only two people that are just going to be here for this movie and that's it nice nice yeah well the uh you know eventually the you know back in the movie land the reptar sharp tooth (laughs) eventually finds them okay he doesn't yeah. care about the smelly grass or whatever. Finds them. They go running around. They run back past the, <laughs> this log that they used to cross like a ravine or whatever. And the log falls and they're on the other side of the ravine and they're like, nah, you can't get over here, stupid dinosaur. And then they show like a <laughs> wide shot of this like the gap of this ravine. And I'm like, it does not look very big. It looks like you the, the, the sharp tooth could have stepped across the other side. <laughs> And they're over but there just then, like, nah, nah, nah. But then it turns out that they couldn't license the chariots of fire theme as this <laughs> slow motion leaps across in slow motion. Yeah. And uh, they're immediately under attack again, of course. Yeah. 
It's funny, right before that leap, I don't know if it was just that I was anticipating it, but like the the shot of the animation, you see the uh, the sharp tooth, and it looked like his legs were just super jacked, like they wanted you to anticipate him leaping over this with no issue. <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird sequence. I don't know. <laughs> I love the idea of just like, no, it's foreshadowing. It's not out of nowhere. Look how buff we drew his legs. <laughs> there, there was a um a moment. I think it was when they were running from. Uh, Chomper's shadow. It wasn't running from the sharp tooth, but I like that they acknowledged the fact that Littlefoot is like bottom heavy and Sarah and Spike mm-hmm. are like more balanced because they ran up to like some log or something and Littlefoot was like, ah! like he could not, you know, like lift himself over it and Sarah had to like headbutt him, like give him a boost so that he could make it over and then her and Spike just easily jumped over it and I was like, whoa, like look at that. I do got to say these animals that are not adapted for deep water or big water, as it were, if Chomper and Littlefoot ended up in the ocean crashing up against the rocks, they're just dead. Oh, yeah, straight for up sure. Dead. As soon as they <laughs> fell in, I was like, what is even going to happen here? <laughs> I mean, they had water in the Great Valley. We've seen them splashing around and playing in it. So I think they might at least have the instinct to like flail. Not that deep, though. They are not no, buoyant. Yeah, but I don't think that they would be able to like. When Littlefoot went in at the end, that was the one that was really like D-E-D over the top. D-E-D dead. <laughs> yeah. D-E-D. <laughs> that and when Sarah was um, getting attacked by the, the shark. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The water sharp tooth. Yeah. I liked that. Uh, so they, they are running and running and running away from this, you know, sharp Run around, tooth. run around, as it were. Yeah. And they're about to get <laughs> killed at this cliff or whatever. And then... <laughs> Chopper's parents show up, and I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to kick the shit out of this dude. But instead, the parents get the shit kicked out of them, and there's blood in this movie, you guys. There's blood. Yes. They show uh, scratches, and I thought, like, what I thought was going to maybe happen, but this movie isn't probably good enough for that, but I thought there's going to be some mirroring moment where, like, uh, you know, Chopper is going to see one of his parents get killed by a shark tooth. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> like just Hulk, uh, Hulk out. <laughs> no, no, just like have that same kind of experience, like Littlefoot, and they were like bond over that or something. But oh. yeah, except like th- not everybody was there watching. No, Littlefoot's yeah, mom died. Like, it was just him. Like, but there were other dinos other around. There were other dinos. <laughs> that would have been good. You're right. But instead, uh, too much seal drum. Yeah. <laughs> instead, they all go in the water and somehow survive. Well, was, there's a British dinosaur that saves them. Yeah, that's oh, right. This monster. They uh, they <laughs> they learn. We we find out that the uh, the uh, kids haven't learned about stranger danger yet because <laughs> she she has She's climbing my aquatic yeah, van. Children. Her, her first line is this: "You children look tired. Can I give you a ride?" <laughs> and the way she says it, like, you children look tired. God, I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> Got all these tree no. stars just lying around. Yeah. <laughs> Can I give you a ride? Yikes. Just come back to my little my little inn. We have a warm oven. You can do chores and I'll fasten you up. <laughs> Oh, yes. But yeah, she was like uh, some sort of British dinosaur for some reason. Yeah. Which like related to Ducky, I guess. I thought they were trying to make a Loch Ness Monster joke. Yeah. Her name was Elsie. So there's something there. Yeah. (sighs) 
But we saw Plesiosaur in the last movie. And she says or things like, uh, yeah, she's that like. That was a sharp tooth one, right? It yeah. was a bad one, yeah. <laughs> this one was nice. And she's all like, uh, across the pond, as we say. Or didn't she say like, didn't she say like, don't tarry or something like that? We, we don't want to Don't tarry. Yes. Watch the eyes. Okay. I they all climb she up was her trying head. to do Irish. And then I realized that the Loch Ness Monster should be Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. And then I was like, it's like, really not either it's one of them. A light, a light British is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was weird. And uh, there's also this, like, she wouldn't shut up about how hot Littlefoot's grandpa was. Yeah, she has a major <laughs> dino lady boner for Littlefoot's grandpa, even though he is clearly married. And she, like, met <laughs> Littlefoot's grandpa. grandpa fucks, okay? She was like, she kept going on and on about, like, oh, gosh, if only he wasn't married, we could swim in the water together. It's so great in the water, isn't it? Well, she he he. She doesn't even acknowledge that he's married. She goes, uh, "Oh, if only he had fins, you know, we you know we'd get along real nice." It's like she's right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> she's always there. <laughs> always there. He almost uh, he almost like died from being old last movie. Now he's yeah. just like fine. Yeah, now, now he's, now he's out. Fine. He's out looking for random strange. Now he's yeah. full of vim and vigor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she describes him as like a very talkative or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the night flower is like uh, Dino Viagra or something. That's right, like, yeah. He's good to go now. He's so chatty, that one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yes. Yeah, there's this hilarious scene at the end then when all the parents are just like, well, I guess they're dead. <laughs> We're just gonna have to <laughs> just gonna have to move on with our lives. And the uh, uh, daddy tops, I guess, doesn't he say something like, "What are they gonna rise out of the water?" Yeah. Well, at first he's like, "Well, what's even the point if our kids aren't here?" That's Finally, right. appreciating his daughter for the first time in five movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Well, we better split up so I can be alone again." <laughs> <laughs> Also, I thought that place looked great. Like, why were why do they even need to bother going back to the Great Valley? Yeah, like live by the beach, right? I, think I would just used to getting displaced by like terrible cataclysm. <laughs> I guess <laughs> this place doesn't have any potential cataclysm. Well, they uh, they say like us. they say like multiple times like, oh, we found enough food for years here. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think I like. If I'm not mistaken, the end credits, they're just nonchalantly traveling back to Great Valley. Yeah, the flood. I was going to say, like, it's going to be the next movie is going to start in the Great Valley. Definitely. (laughs) There's, I guess, but there's no sense, I guess, of exactly how long it took them to go back. But, well, Littlefoot won't change ages. That's right. I think it was the next day. I I mean, I'm still hoping for a weird, awkward puberty mustache Littlefoot, but I don't think it's going to (sighs) happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, I guess, are we at our rating system o'clock? Well, Is that where we're at? Yeah, but uh, before that, I wanted to read a couple hilarious reviews of this movie oh, that I found do. online. Just because, I don't know, it seemed like people were angry online about this movie uh, <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> so, what are the sides? <laughs> well, b- uh, one, one people... And kids? No, people being angry that the movie about like angry that the movie sucks <laughs> and then people being angry at the people that are saying that the movie sucks oh, because they know. liked it so much. <laughs> so let I me see. let me give you a review of uh Bro steel drum against steel drum. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
This person is angry because they hate the movie. It says, I never want to see that fucking baby T-Rex ever again, <laughs> let alone hear him talk, let alone hear him sing. One star. <laughs> and that's a, that's a super reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. I love how singing was a step over the line. It's like Sarah, Littlefoot, Ducky, they can all sing, but not my chomper. <laughs> um, and here's a, here's a 10 out of 10 review. Uh, from someone called Tormented Ducky on uh, MTV. I don't want to see that person's DeviantArt page. <laughs> no. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Um, the title of a review is, How Are You Going to Bag on a Kid's Movie? And here's the review. So, seriously? Okay. What's the point of trying to insult a children's movie? That's right. There is no point. <laughs> Just because it's not educational because your kid isn't watching some giant child molesting purple dinosaur doesn't mean that it still isn't a movie. And technically, they are educational movies. Just because they don't teach your kid math or who started World War One, but it teaches your child about friendship and being honest and all that other bullshit every child, every child should know. Why don't you go bag on movies that actually deserve your stupidity, such as Bad Boys 2 or Anal Sluts 9? <laughs> You're a poopy face, and I don't like you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, I like that's how it. Bad Boys 2 made it in there. I know. Yeah, what's wrong with Bad Boys 2? That would be great. I guess it's... Also, <laughs> Bad Boys 2 is on the same platform as... I assume actual movie Poopy Sluts Nine. <laughs> I think he's referring to this fake porn. Uh, in South it was Park. it was Anal Sluts Nine. Oh, Backdoor I Sluts see. Nine That's is true, the one yeah. they they uh, returned the video in South Park. Poopy Sluts. You said Poopy Sluts. That's gross. Uh, okay, wait. There's one last one. This one is just a uh, just kind of a neutral half a star. <laughs> it says oh it says okay oh. <laughs> he says uh dammy g says okay okay not everything comes in time i'm sure the asteroid will kill them next time <laughs> that one wasn't angry it just uh that's what i meant it wasn't angry just kind of uh, like oh my god <laughs> this movie sucks oh yeah. my goodness so there you go well let's do the rating system now I mean, how many British dinosaurs would you give the Lambator Lambator? <laughs> how many? How, how, how many sort of British dinosaurs? How many sort of kind of British dinosaurs would you give Lambator Time Five, the Mysterious Island? Um. Well, you guys, uh, I'll go first here. I was I was fully prepared. I made a whole. So- I I grabbed a whole sound clip for this because I was like, I'm gonna use this sound clip when I do my review, and here's what it was. I do not like this. <laughs> which, was, which was in the movie. But uh, you know what? I do like this. Uh, I, I'm on an upward upward trend here for the Land Before Time sequels. I'm going to give this one a five sort of British dinosaurs out of ten. <laughs> and I think that's up from the first couple were three. Last one was four. This one's five. And I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, like we mentioned multiple times throughout the review here, that uh, this finally is the sequel we've been waiting for to reckon with the past at least a little bit. Um and, uh, you know, although I don't know why they didn't call it like Chomper's Return or something and not like the Mysterious Chomper's Island. Revenge. Because I. It's, it's, you spoiled it. I guess, but like he's on the fucking cover of the movie, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. And the, the, the island is not really all that mysterious, and they don't really make that big of a deal out of it, I feel. But um, 
It wasn't like the mists, you know? Okay. Um, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, there was no Tom Jane. <laughs> yeah. There was no Desmond. <laughs> zero stars. I was just, uh, yeah, I felt like this movie made a little bit more sense than the other ones. Um, it had uh, a little bit more emotion. I There was one song that I thought is like, okay, this song was actually pretty good, and I wouldn't be like, fuck this song. I don't want to hear it ever again. Um, and yeah, I just think that they did a better job, like, Someone, like you said, someone took over, you know, Charles Grosvenor or whoever took over this uh, directing and producing from the last guy. And it sounds like they actually watched at least the first movie and I guess the second movie as well. And, um, you know, put that into this one. So I think it I think it uh, gets gets a little bit better score from me. Yeah, I'm going to go back up as well because i think i went to five for two so i'll go to six for this one um i liked it a lot better than the last two three last two that we did um it was just so much better i mean like we said the animation while not great is steadily getting you know tiny bit better and better every time um the songs were much better i loved the self-referential the you know a few jokes like for the adults, you know, about like the bilingual, because, you know, the kids can't read the hilarious subtitles. Mm -hmm. So like that's for the parents and the older kids. So that's great. Um, And uh, yeah, just the acknowledgement of character development in the past was amazing. So it was as a resident Disney X, as our resident Disney expert, I do have a question. Do you think that the animation quality is getting better because 2d animators are getting laid off year by year from Disney at this point? (laughs) Um, First of all, I am employee of Disney, not yes. related to this at all, but uh, <laughs> my opinions don't have to do with anything. Uh, but actually, I just think that like the technology was getting yeah, a little that's bit better. Yeah. And um, because it's still uh, not that Korean people couldn't have worked for Disney then, but yeah. it's still completely animated in Korea. Okay. Like, you could just look at the credits and it's like everybody's <laughs> got a Korean three three word name. Um, so, yeah, but this is a huge step up in my opinion nice. the streets uh yes <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna give this five as well uh i do think that if chomp urban introduced in one that this is the first actual sequel where the story moves forward we, we dealt with three movies where it was like do we need to leave the great valley where <laughs> it's like they leave they do it they wander like things actually have to happen in this that do not happen in the previous films plus steel drum how can you complain i don't understand what justin's problem is uh so yeah i'm gonna give it five slightly british dinosaurs steve what about you uh uh, what what is it out of is it we out of 10 whatever whatever your heart desires but usually 10 (laughs) okay Uh, I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm going to agree with uh, with six uh, because it. I, I was expecting like a complete dumpster fire, uh, you know, based on the nature of when you get to the fifth damn sequel, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't that bad. You know, it, it had its like dumb moments for sure, but no more dumb than I've seen in like movies made for children. Um, <laughs> You know, it did have that nice song. Uh, you know, the the performances were were solid enough. Um, yeah, I 
I, I feel like I'm intrigued enough to see what else happens to these dinosaurs, but I'm not sure intrigued enough to continue this uh, this journey beyond with you guys. Oh, <laughs> no. I sure fucking hope this isn't the high point. You're just going to ditch us? Oh You're just going to ditch us? Uh, oh, I'll keep listening. He decided that we can't find any tree stars. We have to go our separate ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's true. They call me Daddy Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you waiting till I took my sip of water before telling me that. It would have been bad. Um, well, so next week, do we know where we're heading? Do we know what our subtitle is? Well, I was going to say, um, I'm afraid we'll never see Littlefoot again. Don't say that, dear. Of course we will. <laughs> because there's more <laughs> Land Before Time. <laughs> We're only at number six next week with uh, The Secret of Saurus Rock. Oh. Okay. Mm. Is, continuing... it, is it a four-toed statue? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> They're continuing the secret mysterious. Oh, what's happening? Saurus Rock. There, it, that actually reminded me of that hilarious moment in this movie where there was somehow a rock that looked exactly like a T-Rex. <laughs> 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 they were like, ah! And then you, it showed that it was just a rock like that had exact teeth of it. It was weird. <laughs> So stupid. <clears throat> but yeah, the secret of Saurus Rock. I don't know. What do you guys think the secret's going to be? That <laughs> uh, Daddy Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They'll touch it and be transported into the Scottish Highlands. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, there can only be one. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll you think, find out, I you guess. You think they're going to see it and they're going to be like, wow, the, this must have been constructed by the cave dinosaurs from really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs okay. were here before us. <laughs> they're going to discover uh, Ancient Man and we're going to find out it was uh, the money in it came from... Uh, the the creationists movement yes, yes that's right. That's right. <laughs> i would Turns love it that, they've... that is one of our predictions we said will will man ever emerge as yes. part of this? <laughs> all along the watchtower is going to play and there's just going to be a super cut of robots dancing <laughs> <laughs> yeah the secret could just be that like grandpa is a sculptor and that's what he did he just made one <laughs> he made a self sculpture yeah <laughs> Grandpa's daddy bottoms. That's the secret. Yeah. Daddy bottoms. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Don't besmirch the good name of Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> That's not besmirching. He, it's it, they, they're in love. It's fine. Um, he doesn't want to be in love with a racist, uh, like the biggest jerk he, in the you tribe. Know what? Love finds a way. Okay? That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. That's why you so bitter? This is, uh, you know, the, the separation just left him in, in shreds. True. That could be. Could be. And he hates himself. Uh, well, I guess until next time, friends, uh, Eliz, where can people get in touch with us? Yeah, uh, you can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And if you want to donate to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in support of the 100 Club, which Tyler and I are on to raise money for cancer research and patient services, um, where there's escape games, uh, there's 5Ks, there's all sorts of cool ways to get involved. Uh, yeah. You can check it out at my 
link, which is bit.ly slash Elis hates cancer. And Tyler's link is too long and complicated, but you can eventually <laughs> find it from mine. Um, so that's uh, bit.ly slash Elis hates cancer. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way until having other people find us. I would love to see in your reviews uh, what you think future song titles might be for this franchise. <laughs> if there's if there's some that we love, we will definitely read them on the air. Uh, there better be a Saurus Rock song rock. next <laughs> yeah, week. We'll see. We'll see. Steve, thanks for being here with us this week, man. Hey, happy to be here. Uh, no one I'd rather take this uh, this journey on the mysterious island with. It's the ferry to the mysterious island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you would like to plug? Is there anywhere you'd like people to follow you? Um, not a, not a ton of stuff. I guess I've got an Instagram. Uh, who invited Steven? Um, <laughs> with a V? Uh, yes. It's the, it's the true spelling. We, we reject uh, the PH. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, maybe I'll see you on campus. There you go. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode. So tune in next week as we try to find out the secret of Source Rock. When the sun went down and everyone was sleeping, if I heard a sound like things around me creeping, she would wrap her tail around me me don't be scared and i knew that i was safe because she's always there when the storms would come and things would seem so bad and i'd want to cry almost i'd listen to my dad He'd promise that the rain would pass, the day would soon be fair, and I never was afraid because he's always there, always there, someone you can count on to comfort you. it was yesterday she would hold me close and then I'd hear her say you know I'll never leave you you can find me everywhere in the morning light the evening star I'm all